Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, Sol, how's it going, mate? Not seen you for a bit. Yeah, good. How about yourself, Dims? Yeah, all right, man. This month has flown by, hasn't it? Definitely. Not just this month, but the rest of the three months. We're already halfway through, I think, by roughly. Yeah, but it's almost April in a couple of days, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you're right there. Something was going to happen in April. I can't remember. Something uh, Something big. Mm, not sure. Oh gosh, it's Ramadan. How could I forget? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that reminded me as well. Yeah, right. we need to start. We need to prepare ourselves now. We do indeed. So, I've got a couple of days. I know. So let's talk Ramadan. See you in a sec. Hi, and welcome back, guys. So, Ramadan, what's it all about? Yes, indeed. What's it all about? Why don't you tell our listeners, so? Bro, I'm not a scholar. Don't put this on me. <laughs> Bro, you're like a Sufi sub to me. You've got no, bigger, no. Your beard's longer than mine, so... <laughs> that doesn't count. Just because <laughs> so got beard. That doesn't no. count. I know. But put yeah. your facade. Up, yeah, some people do, don't they? Yeah, don't judge a man by his beard. Judging oh, by his color. actions, right? Something like that. Yes. But yeah, so come on, Sol. You do know a bit. You know a bit more than me. Come on. Oh, we know equal, but either either way, why don't you tell the guys listening what Ramadan's all about? It's the ninth month of the Islamic calendar. And obviously it changes every year uh, because the Islamic calendar is different to the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, yeah, we get all that. I mean... I understand what you're trying to do here, but I'm just like, what's it about? It's about fasting. Is that what it's about? Technically, it's not just about fasting. It's the spiritual aspect doing ibadah, which is Worship. worshipping yeah. uh, the one and only. Don't you find it strange that, and I've always found it strange, that Ramadan is like you said, it's the one month in the year that we, we prescribe to fast as, as Muslims. So we should abstain from food for you know 30 days not nights just the days and yet we make it all about food like that's just mad i know where you're coming from i think that's more culture than actual religion yeah we as south asian do end up making a lot of food i think i think generally i think muslims do make a fuss 
about i don't think it's maybe it's we do it more you know south asian indian uh people but i think muslims around the world do tend to it's almost like you're fasting all day and if you've got the means you want to treat yourself even people in developing countries they just just make it too much about food than it than it should be but yeah go on you were saying it it's about quran isn't it really there's a few people that don't even know this they think it's just just fast that's the whole point of ramadan that they don't even know that this was the month that the holy quran was revealed yes that's correct it was the uh, month that the quran was sent what this month uh, no not this month ramadan ramadan yeah I'm the month of yeah. ramadan no yes yeah so that's why we celebrate or not celebrate but that's why we take part take part yeah in in ramadan that's why we fast not just fasting but obviously ibadah which means worship worship yeah uh, yeah that's right so we increase we intensify our worship you see when you go to places of worship like mosques and whatnot there's a, a bigger turnout than there is all year round mm-hmm. the reason for this is uh it's like uh rewards on sale they say i think one good deed's worth 70 times more something like that something yeah. like that yeah can't recall but yes don't quote me but it's around that and same with sins they intensified so more as, as a practicing muslim it's more beneficial for you to stay away from sins do good deeds because good deeds are on sale so you, you get more bang for your buck so there's a lot of people that just start behaving themselves which, which is a good thing good deeds could vary charity that's one aspect that's why fasting technically is a form of charity because you're refraining yourself from intake and this month you're giving that up giving a necessity up because eating is a necessity Mm. but when you do it excessively it's bad for you so this helps you or ponder or wonder why it's like do i need to eat as much especially during ramadan so you end up thinking of the people who are less that's, fortunate, less than, fortunate yourself, yeah. than yourself. So it's more of a, where they say, hashtag blessed. It's yeah. more like hashtag grateful. Because oh, you have okay. to be grateful yeah, for yeah. what you have. So think of what you have of than course. what you have not. Yeah. And and you get a, a best, you know, it's like bang my head on a door. You, you know, you don't feel my pain. But the same thing happens to you. You sort of feel my pain. You're like, oh, that's what you went through. That, that's what you experienced. So in, in, a, in a strange Empathy. way, we get to experience what it's like to actually go without food and drink. But people like us in the West, especially, you know, we're blessed and we know that when it's time to open, grateful. we can feast. Hashtag yeah, grateful. Hashtag grateful. Let's change that like, now. <laughs> yeah, we have to say that hashtag over now. But yeah, you should promote hashtag no such nonsense because that's that hashtag, Sol. But anyway. Good point. Yeah. Anyway, back to what we're saying. It gives you more empathy and compassion for the people that can't eat and drink what they want. Like we go through it f- for several hours and we know how difficult it is, how it, how it makes you feel inside and how, how grateful you are once you do finally open your fast. That water, that first, because you tend to open it with dates, don't you? The first day or piece of fruit or what you eat, is it's like... Something sweet. Yeah, they it's, say, it's like, but, preferably dates. But you value it more. It, it, it's like the best ever. It's like the hashtag 
best ever, right? That you've you've tasted in your life, and it's just a normal day, normal glass of water. But because you've been deprived of it, now you, appreciate you get it. A, exactly you appreciate a lot more. So that's why hashtag grateful. So I told you, stop promoting other people's hashtags. Hashtag no such nonsense. Okay, James, did you know that fasting there are many health benefits as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know there's quite a few actually. I know that sports personalities tend to fast. They do intermittent fasting because it's so good for your for your body. A few that I know of is um, it promotes better health for fighting inflammation in your body so muscles joints it can boost your brain function mental health yep i was going to mention that yeah weight loss because obviously you're uh, limiting your calorie intake so it boosts your metabolism and obviously that will help you to lose weight not always bro you know what it's like with us south asian if yeah when it opens if you're gonna chow down with samosas and pakoras and all that oily stuff then yeah you're kind of undoing you know the work you did during the day so so basically if you think of your body as a, a vehicle as an engine um and it's just always you're always eating you're snacking your pancreas and your intestines and all that stuff in there is always working throughout the day with fasting, you give all that stuff a break. It gets to reset and just cleanse itself. So it's quite amazing. And this one I didn't know, but it can increase effectiveness of chemotherapy. Well, and I did. That was on Google, so yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Are there any other benefits that you, that you know of? Uh, so detoxifying removes any unnecessary waste because you know throughout the rest of the. 11 months you've been eating or Garbage. drinking. Yeah, Your exactly. Loads of, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So in the whole month, if you avoid fast food, that'll remove all the rubbish you've had. So hopefully it'll better yourself. Next one is the immune system. Now, that's really good because, I mean, if you're fasting during the winter period, it would give you that extra boost. So it would help you out. We all need that extra boost nowadays, especially with all this COVID and stuff going around. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's actually uh, very good to know that it, it actually fasting actually boosts your immune system. Uh, next one I found was uh, blood pressure. So that's a biggie for us South Asian, especially when we chow down with a lot of things. Yeah. It helps with our BP. Oh, okay. Blood sugar, which is another one, you know, Diabetes, this is really yeah. important to myself because being diabetic, it helps you out. Improve cardiovascular function. I didn't know that. That's good. Uh, yeah, so heart health, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. So that helps us out. Healthier brain and cognitive function. Okay. And this one I found astonishing. Anti-aging. <laughs> You know yes. what? I actually, I actually read that as well. So <laughs> all, all those people looking to be young or, you know, looking for the fountain. <coughs> fountain me. of youth. Yeah, looking for the fountain of youth. Uh, we found it. Well, Sol found it. It's, I haven't uh, found it. It was already uh, told already to us. discovered, yeah. It's been prescribed. 1400 centuries ago. Talking about fountain of youth. When you're younger, you tend to have a lot of desires and urges. So... Fasting oh, yeah. tends to help you 
out in that aspect. Yeah. It's actually prescribed for unmarried men to to curb their desires and urges, actually. Because it's all about self-control, isn't it, really, when you think about it? True. Like I say, especially in the West, and, you know, we're blessed, we've got food and everything. Like, there's nothing stopping you from eating food or drinking that water when no one's looking. You You could do that. True. But, but like they say... God's always watching. Yeah, God's so. always watching. So yeah, so yeah, but it's that self control. So it's like that. You know, people, some people don't fast because they're smoking. Like I know a few people that say, you know they struggle with fasting and more than food from smoking. So it's like you've got to curb your vices. You've got to control them as well. So it's 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 a lot to do with the self control. It's not just about urges and desires it's about controlling your tongue as well so at certain times you want to say something to a certain person but then you'll think right i might end up hurting that person's feeling or you know you become more of a a self-aware person so as you can see yeah it's it's teaching you yeah it's teaching you morals as well yeah and it's not just about fasting but you know all these morals aspects it's actually into place it's a combination of a a lot of different things coming together isn't it when you think Mm -hmm. about it it's not just one thing. It's not just not eating all day. It's, there's so many facets to it. Um, it does make you a better person, I feel, because you're conscious of what you're doing. You're not you're not an autopilot. So you, like you said, you control your tongue more. You refrain from certain things more. You're thinking. You're using your head for a change mm. rather than just having brain fog and just doing everything that you desire. James, you mentioned smoking before, but that's a choice. What about people that are long-term sick? I know they can't fast. Well, Sol, they're exempt, as well as children who have not reached the age of puberty and the elderly... um, um, Pregnant women? Yeah, so, yeah, mothers, new mothers, pregnant women, they're exempt. um, Breastfeeding mothers? Yeah, yeah. Just talking and women here, uh, time, time of the month, uh, yep, mothers, men, uh, not men women, straight. sorry. <laughs> right, what was it? What did you say? So women uh, who are menstruating as well, they can't fast. Yeah, that's right. Ideally, it's better that they make the fast up throughout the rest of the year because obviously it's short term and they yeah. can't avoid it. It's, I think it's prescribed, not prescribed, but it's encouraged. It's more rewards to to make up the fast if you can. So if you're on a short-term illness or reason where you're actually exempt for fasting during the month of Ramadan, it's encouraged if you're able to do so once you've recovered to make the fast that you've missed because these fasts are further, meaning... Compulsory. Compulsory, that's right. But, however, if you still can't make them up, there's this thing you give, what's that called again, Sol? Fidia. That's right. So fidya is a mandatory donation that you must give uh, uh, to someone. So in other words, you just feed someone who's poor. Uh, you feed a person in the morning and the evening an amount of money that you pay someone if you yeah. haven't fast, in other words. Obviously, I think that's different to... What's the other one? Someone who's intentionally or purposely... Kafara. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, so kafara is uh, a donation that you must make um, 
if you deliberately miss or break a fast during the month of Ramadan without a valid reason. Kafara is not a mandatory contribution as you can choose to fast continuously for 60 days. Although if you intentionally miss or break another fast, you must begin the 60 days again. Probably speak to uh, an imam or a scholar for more details on that. Yeah, both Fidya and Kafara can only be given to the poor and needy, as you mentioned before, Sol. And again, speak to your local imam for more details on that. So Kafara is for people intentionally breaking or missing their fast. But what about people that don't fast throughout the blessed month? There are a few. Yeah, unfortunately there are a few, Sol. But... Like I said, you're missing out on all the great health benefits that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. There's many rewards in Ramadan which they'll miss as well, such as Laylatul Qadr. Yeah, what, what's that for the people that don't know? So Right, okay. So Laylatul Qadr is... I'm not Sufi Sab, bro. <laughs> go so go back to it. So Laylatul Qadr is the night of power. It falls either on the 21st, 23rd, 25th, 27th, 29th. So basically the, the last 10 odd nights, odd nights of, exactly. of Ramadan, yeah? Okay. That's it. So the Quran was sent on one of those nights, which we don't know. In its completion, wasn't it? It was completed. Yeah, it was completed, okay, right, yes. Okay. Basically, right. this, this, this is known as a night of power, right? Yeah. So if, if you catch this night and you're, you worship in this night, it's worth, what was it, 70 months? I can't remember, I'm going to call it. I need to go back and do and research it. Right. Okay, you do that solve then. So Dims have just Googled it and it's eighty three years. Alright, so I was only slightly off there. Lol. Thanks for so that Sufi Sab. So eighty three years, well gosh, that's like that's a lot, isn't it? It's like a lifetime, basically, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you can catch a lifetime worth of worship if you pray during one of these nights, which, again, we said is one of the odd nights in the last 10 days of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you haven't fasted before or you've not prayed, I urge you to do it this Ramadan because 83 years, I mean, how, how are you going to let that go? one night's worth 83 years worth of worship you don't want to miss that um so have you heard of the term ramadan muslim um sort of is it like someone that just does fast and ibadah just for that month and then back to normality both the rest of the 11 months that's right is that what you're referring to okay So that's actually, unfortunately, used as a slur uh, nowadays. The way I see it, I mean, I don't know about you. Have you always fasted, you know, and always prayed, like, since you were a little kid? Or uh, what? what's the score with you? Fasted since uh, puberty, should we say. You know, uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, what I can recall. There's many years have passed now in it, so I can't remember every single detail. Right, no, okay, what about praying? Do you pray? Have you prayed? Outside Ramadan, as a as a youngster as well. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. That's good. I had it. So I, I unfortunately probably would have been 
deemed one of those Ramadan Muslims where I would not really fast. I mean, last few years, alhamdulillah, I'm on, on it, you know, nonstop, but I wouldn't really fast. Um, I would just fast during Ramadan. And this is a true story, right? So I don't know what would happen. When Ramadan rolled around, I would get this feeling inside of excitement. Like it was, oh, this month is coming. It's a special month. So I went into an Islamic shop once. And I'll never forget this. So what I do, like I said, I got excited. So I buy gifts for like the family. I buy like dustbees, which um, rosary beads. But, you know, you get them uh, clicky ones. Digital ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So grab them, a few prayer mats and just, just you know, gifts, just to encourage friends and family to this holy month's coming, just like we mentioned earlier, because I was aware about the night of power and, you know, how blessed it is and just the month itself, how blessed it is. So I was like, yeah, need to get Mark right. So I walk into the shop, right? The geese got big beard, bigger than your soul, unfortunately, right? Fortunately. <laughs> Sorry to say that, but yeah, for you. Right, massive beard, right? And he just looked at me and goes, Oh, you know what I saw? He's like, Well, you know, Ranzan's coming, and you know, it's like 70 times more reward, and blah, blah, blah. And like, really excited. And he's like, Oh, so you're just gonna fast in Ramadan, so you're a Ramadan Muslim, right? And he's like, Oh, you know, there's no point in doing that. He goes, I'm don't even know. He come up with some fancy words, right? I've studied in Syria. I've studied in uh, Egypt by Sheikh. This Sheikh that, like, he was naming some names that just sounded like big names, right? So, like, he's like, you know. I've got more knowledge than you. Like, literally, you're saying to me, I've got more knowledge than you. And at that point, I was unlearned, I'd say. So, after this talk, I came out the, the shop. I almost didn't even buy the stuff, to be honest. Like, he'd put me down so much. I felt so like not belittled, but like, oh, he's like he's right. Like I was gonna take his word and miss out on this reward. Like looking back now, that's idiotic. But at the time, I felt like, well, this guy certainly has knowledge. You know, he knows he's he's got ilm, ilm meaning knowledge. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fraud. You know, what am I doing? I, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be fasting in Ramadan. I shouldn't be praying in Ramadan. Like it put me off. So since then, I have hated that term Ramadan Muslim because I think it's very judgy and I don't know who people are to judge others. Only God can judge. So if you've not prayed all year, you've not prayed all year. If, if you don't fast, you don't fast. When this mum comes, don't miss out. You don't know if you're going to be around next year when Ramadan comes. Say. Like the Sahabas, they used to pray that uh, God give me life up until Ramadan, and that's it. They never said, "Oh, God give us life beyond Ramadan." And like, because if you go in this month, like they say, the gates of heaven are open. Mm-hmm. So, point being is, and this is also to the brothers, the, the Achis, you know, the Achis. So, yeah, the guys with knowledge, you, you get a bit of a. Uh, you, you tend to look down on people that don't pray or don't do it by that. And I don't think you should do that. And I understand it because I've seen both sides of it. Because you've always prayed, haven't you, Saul? So you've, you've like, it's been like a level thing with you. Like, yep, 
just do this. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so yeah. it's just so, been stagnatic. I would say I wouldn't be. Yeah, so with me, or... it's been up and down. So like from now, praying like Juma and then here and there, fast. Obviously, like I said, so called doing quotation marks here, Ramadan Muslim, but um, praying no. But when I started praying and I started getting onto the hack, right, get on the right path and and whatnot, you do get this sense of like. Not, not arrogance, but it's, I don't know what the word is, but you feel like, wow, I'm praying. Like, why is this guy not praying? Astaghfirullah. Then I had to stop myself and be like, I was once him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was not praying. So I remember that that moment in that shop. And that was about a good 10 years ago, if not more. Right? It's quite a long time ago, but it still impacts me. Still, I still remember that day because I was that close. To like letting this brother put me off and just throwing away like yeah I'm a, I'm a fraud why, why am I even not doing it for eleven months why should I even bother for this one month please do it for the one month that Allah will guide you because He always does I mean, yeah I mean. and so just I urge anyone if you're gonna be a Ramadan do you know what wear it with the pride yeah I'm a, and what like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do it this month and what like who who is anyone to judge you apart from God. To be honest, that shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Uh, some people, like you said, you know, if they're just Ironman, let them be because who knows, that might be the path to strive to the righteous path. So you shouldn't judge anyone. Like you said, you shouldn't judge anyone. No. And it could be from there to either from right to wrong. It could be the political point, like you said. Um, but yeah, I know where you're coming from by they, saying that they, you know, in, in the eyes of Allah, they may be higher than you just because you think yeah. you're doing. And that's the thing with with it. There's levels to it, right? So now, before, so someone like you, Sol, right? I would look, I would look in awe before when I was praying for because I couldn't do it. So I would look at you and I'd be like, "Wow, yeah, but I'm this not, bro, I'm not anything special." Let's no, you're, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying that you even think you are. I'm saying from my perspective, when I wasn't praying should, and I was you shouldn't you shouldn't think like that I mean I know you're quote, trying to say you Ramadan Muslim no it is it's, it's not it's all of like it's like wow this guy can do something I can't do but I wasn't really pulling my weight or, or wasn't educated let's say um, fully on the matter but I was like oh wow he can get up and he can pray for Jawa well, I can never do that he prays for Hassan well I can never do that and this was sort of my thing because I was looking at them like oh wow so when I Fast forward years later when I'm, I am practicing and I am praying five times a day, on, you know, more or less on time as much as I can on the mosque whenever I can. Now, I'm not looking at those, those people, but I know some people may look at me like, oh, wow, he's praying. But I'm looking at someone now who gets up at the hajjid. So he's a level above me and he's like, yo, bro, I get up at the hajjid like once a week. But then he's got someone above him. He's like, yo, bro, I get up at the hajjid every night. And the other guy's looking at him saying, is that it? What, what's that other namaz after Fajr? I mean, uh, Salat al-Shirak. That's the one. That's the one. Okay. Some people rarely pray that. That's not a compulsory one, but that's just a very beneficial one. So then there's a brother that's praying that daily. So then he's like, yo, I'm doing that. I'm doing Tajr. I'm doing Shirak every day. But then there's a brother a step higher than him. He's like, is that all you do? What about the Quran? I pray like, Half a juz every day after Shrek. You know, it, it, it doesn't end. So there's always going to be someone better than you or doing something more or different. You shouldn't look down on people 
you should encourage people, you know, whether they fast and pray the whole year or not, that's not for you to judge. And I, and I, I get it. I get it. You want people to do well and you, you want to help him. Because like I say, when I started praying first, when I got into it five times, I was looking at brothers like, yo, how come this guy's not praying, man? He should be, you know, he needs to, he needs to, it's good for him or good for her or whatever. But then I had to stop myself and thought, hold on, you know, not so long ago, you was this guy. Because like, that's what I'm saying. So you've not had that issue where you'd never prayed. Like you've, alhamdulillah, through childhood of constantly, there are people like you like that, but there's also people like me. Yeah, Uh, because I've always thought of it as I'll be the one to answer my, um, my good deeds and bad deeds, should we say? Mm-hmm. Because in your cupboard, which is your grave, you'll answer yours and they'll answer theirs. So that's why you always look at yourself first. It's like, how can I improve myself than mm-hmm. others? So that's why you don't think about others. If they do a good deed, good on for them. But you got to look after yourself. So I know it's a bit of a selfish way of thinking. Yeah. But you have to better yourself, should we say? So yeah. if you better yourself, you can then better others. That's how yeah. I look at it. So I think you should always encourage others. Yeah, yeah. that's what Dawa is. You always call others to Islam. But, that's what Dawa means. But not not be so judgy. You know, yeah. so like this, like I said, that brother uh, in the shop who had knowledge, uh, as he claimed, self-proclaimed, but yet his dealing was so harsh and so... Let's not judge him then. No, I'm not judging him. I'm not <laughs> so judging him. I'm just saying that maybe he had an intention... Yeah, but once his approach, well, it's not just his approach. It was also the context of what he said. Basically, he was saying that... What's the point in praying for one month if you don't pray for the 11 months? And that properly motivated me. The only reason I bring this up is to make two points. So from, from this encounter, point A, be careful of what you say to people. Because you don't know how your words may impact and facilitate in making or breaking their faith. Do you know what I'm saying, Saul? Yeah. Yeah. And point B would be don't let anyone deter you from the straight path. You know, no matter how above you, you you may think they are in, you know, like there's different levels to this. You might think, oh, they're more righteous. They mean they're more higher. They're more knowledgeable. But, you're doing this for yourself, for your relationship with, with your Lord. So don't let anyone deter you. Whether Basically, the way I see it, as long as you've got breath in your lungs, everything counts. No matter, that's for good and bad. Yeah. So no matter how small your action may be or how big, it all counts. Again, follow the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, peace be upon him. You look at him and his teaching, his ways. You follow that. That's the way to do the dawah. Not just don't judge other people, whether they're Ramadan Muslims or not. It's not for you to say. In fact, encourage them, which is what I'm trying to do. You know, people around me just say, "Look, don't miss this opportunity and do it." Especially if you're a Muslim, because if you're a born Muslim, then you know you kind of like we said earlier, it's obligatory. Uh, we actually had a friend, so I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? Uh, our Which good friend? friend. Sorry, uh, I can't recall right now. Which friend are we talking about? Big up me, Julie. Oh, Shout Julie, yes. Julie. Julie. Shout out to our friend Julie, yes. Julie, yeah. Do you want to tell Hope the story? Well. 
And now I'll leave you too early now because you're, you're on a roll here and I'm enjoying listening to your <laughs> conversation, okay. to be honest with you. Just needed a break for talking, <laughs> but okay, yeah. All right, okay, yeah. I mean, if you want a break, I'm happy to take on board and take on the conversation. Right. It's been a while uh, since uh, we've seen her. Uh, she's in the good old US of A. Yeah, she's in America now, but she was yeah. uh, in, in the UK before. with us. Yeah. Julie, so, by the way, I'm just going to interject here. She's a, she's a Christian. I'm proud. She's, a, she's not a Muslim. She's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's just get that out there first. So, yeah. Sorry, continue. Good so. point. Yeah. No, that's fine. It was uh, during the month of Ramadan. She she said that she wanted to fast with us and she w- wanted to fast on every Fridays, which she did. In solidarity with us. Like, she she had a lot of close Muslim friends. Me, Sol. And then, do you remember Sarah? I think it was Sarah was one of her... Uh, good friends as well so yes she wanted to experience fasting basically and it wasn't just one day i think it was like four four or three fridays which i recall throughout the month she fasted and she even opened the fasted uh same time as us even with dates i could recall one one day she did uh open fast with just water and dates yeah bless her point being she didn't have to do it like it's not it's it's not part of a it's not for so it's not compulsory on her to do it. She's not Muslim, but she wanted to do it, and she did it. Like with they were pretty. Like, I can't remember the time they were open, but do you, can you remember? I can't really. Remember. It was later on. I could. They were quite I long remember ago, it was like it? after eight. It'll be Cause, between eight and nine. I remember cause, that. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because I think the first one she did like she because she's found it hard. So I think Sarah said, "All right, you can drink water." Obviously, you know Sarah was like a bit more. You know, timid and going easy on. I was like, nah, nah, Julie. The, the full. I didn't say anything. I didn't the, say anything. The, the proper way is I... like, you know, what I mean, like no water as well. And then she's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, so, cool. Yeah. And then she actually did it. She, you know, she complained like we all do, like how hard it was. And because uh, initially, you know, your body needs to adjust to it. But uh, again, I told her some benefits, you know, health benefits at the time. But she did it. Like it's all said, uh, every Friday she did, didn't she? Every Friday, I recall, you know, every, it was about, I think it was like three or four that that year, if I can recall. But it was a while back and it's been five, six, seven years now. Yeah. But like, like I say, she she did it. So this is a non-Muslim who is hard. She like, she's Christian, you know, she's down with her faith and that. And she still fasted. She managed to do it properly from those to the, I think she said she's awake for Sahur as well, which is, uh, how do you describe Sahur? Sehri, so in uh, it's it's the beginning, know. it's uh. Sehri. Sehri or Sahur is the same thing. It's the same anyway. thing, yeah. But... Yeah, um, so oh, it's, it's uh. So non-Muslim, I'm, yeah. You uh, close your fast, which is uh, before sunrise, isn't it? Yeah. Before sunrise, so it'll vary anyway. It depends on the time of uh, Fajr. That's the thing, isn't it? I don't know what Jules was, was eating, but like personally, I keep it light cereal or egg and toast. What about yourself? So, what do you normally do for Sahur? Um, It'll be light now because you don't want a heavy breakfast. Mm. Uh, so I'll just be like tea and toast, dates and water. That'll be something like that. Yeah, so that's Sahur or Seri done. And then obviously throughout the day you just pray and stay away from bad deeds and whatnot. And then, you know, when the time comes, Iftari, which is when you break your fast, which is usually at uh, sunset. In that mad though, you... When it's about to open, you, you you think you can eat so much. You think you can eat a horse. You can eat like a buffet, 
when you actually start eating, there's not much you can eat. Do you get that, Sal? Yeah, because uh, your eyes are larger than your stomach. That's Yeah, that's the thing. I've heard yeah. that one before, yeah. yeah. But saying that, though, as we said at the beginning of the show, Ramadan's not all about food. Um, it's actually about making yourself into a better person, um, striving to be better. Yeah. So it's all about pushing the bar further. So remember when you were talking about the Ramadan Muslim? Oh, yeah. To what you were, to what you are now. As you can see, you have pushed the bar. So if you keep pushing it further, you keep striving to be a better person. Not just physically, but mentally and spiritually as well. Because the main aspect of Ramadan is being spiritual. You're trying to be a well-rounded person. And this, in turn, benefits everyone's socially as well so that's what we're talking about spiritually it's about being content if you're content yourself you're not going to lash out to others you're not going to be problematic you're not going to be issue on others around you you're going to be you know aram or calm relax yeah. sabr or whatever you want to say you're going to be grounded well-grounded person and during ramadan it's it's your it's your time to shine so you always be the person that you want to be. You're right, okay. Those 11 months, I haven't strived to do it. Let me be the best I can be in that one month. And then maybe in that one month, you will strive to be the best person throughout the next 11 months. That's it. So that's it. So a lot of the, again, I hate that term, but Ramadan Muslims will fast and then go back to their old ways as soon as it's done, which is not encouraging. It's not the way to do it. But, you know, you don't know. You may, like Saul said, you may something may spark inside you, and you may change. You may not go back to your ways. Like, don't think, oh, when Ramadan's over, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Just do Ramadan. Just it's a moment Focus to on one thing. Yeah, it's a moment to, like Saul was saying earlier, to to cleanse your your mind, your body, and your soul. Um, to better yourself. So you may not get to see after Ramadan. Life's short. You don't know. We don't know, do we? Don't make plans. Do Ramadan. Don't don't put it off to like, oh, next year I'll do it because you may not be around next year, especially with this COVID pandemic and all this stuff that's mm-hmm. been going on. It's a, it's upon our doors now. It's literally days away. God gives you life. You're lucky and blessed enough to see it. And you're a Muslim and it's mandatory on you to do so. Please, for your own sake, do it. Grasp it with both hands and don't let it go. That's right, so, And it's not that hard, guys. I mean, if Julie can do it, and I can do it, and Saul can do it, anyone can do it. Jose. It's really not, it's not really that hard. But if you're on the cusp and you're thinking, oh, shall I, shall I, or how shall I? Is there any, like, steps, Saul? Any any advice? Uh, shakes up. <laughs> no, no. Once again, I'm not a shake or a molly. Uh, yeah, no, I'm only joking. Not a shake. But is there any steps though? Because we've done it. Any steps you think we can give to someone who maybe hasn't yet, uh, or even has, but just looking for some hints and tips? Come on, Sol. I know you've uh, got some little secrets there. I haven't got secrets. I mean, the only thing I can think of on top of my head right now is start off something small so for example uh, let's just say you know you tend to swear a lot let's just say swearing is a bad habit 
Why you looking at me for, Sal? No, I'm not saying. But I'm right, just, saying, see I'm just giving an example. Yeah. Like, All let's right. just say someone who swears a lot, right? Okay. Yeah. What most people do, or some people do, they have like a, a jar. And every yeah. time you swear, you put a penny or a whatever. Let's just say a penny. Put a penny in that jar. Now, that jar, when you create it, give that to your local mosque or something like that. That's the simplest term. That's like, like the lower term, like, you know, something simple. Yeah. Then push it further. So each day, keep pushing it. So that's one thing. Okay, I haven't swore. Then try to do a good deed the next day. So for example, if someone, if an elderly person is crossing the road, help them out. And then eventually, when you got the courage, people who are not Muslim or people who are not practicing, yeah. try to fast a day like Julie did. Keep one day. Don't try to fast. If you can't do the whole day, do half a fast. That's how... Like the kids do. The kids do. Some you know, when you're young, that, they, yeah. you do a half a day, yeah. half a fast. Uh, they, oh, I've done half a fast. Then they say, No, you haven't. Stick out your tongue, you're crazy. Right. Then you're fasting. You know, you remember all that. Yeah, yeah tricks and tricks. Yeah. But that's what it is. So well, something small. And then yeah. each day, keep increasing it bit by bit. That's yeah. what I, I would say throughout the rest of the 30 days. Now, if you can't do it for the rest of the 30 days, then again, something small, something kind. Mention to your parents that. You appreciate their value, you know, each day that you've done, you know, you've done a lot for them. You know, something kind words to maybe your neighbors, anything good, anything that is proactive, mm. beneficial for society. Well said. Yeah, so um, just on the back of that, so any struggles? So there's only a couple of days left now. So uh, like I said, I've got friends that smoke and they struggle. So if you're a smoker, try cutting down now try to get into the habit of praying um, whatever you can, you know, more than bef uh, before. You don't have to wait for exactly for the clock to strike Ramadan and start doing it. You can start prepping yourself like Saul was doing uh, a few days before, maybe even do a voluntary fast if you yeah. can. There's an uh, importance of all this fasting on Mondays and Thursdays. That's what they say. So it's extra reward for, for those days. So yeah, if you're thinking of doing a volu voluntary one, it's best to do it on a Monday or, or a Thursday. It's more reward for that. Um, actual steps. Um, do you know what? All I can say is God guides. Like, a love will guide those. So just put your faith in him. Um, make Wait, the intention. Intention do what? Yeah. Intention, intention is so big in, in our religion. It's massive. Like just intend to fast all 30 days. Even if you skeptical that you're going to do them or not just intend to do it in your heart make it a sincere one though don't don't just bs because you can't bs god do you know what i mean you're just bsing yourself there so make a true intention charity try and give a bit more in charity than you normally would like saul said you know the helping thy neighbor and you know people around you again the community and stuff that that's brilliant um and that's it, I think. Um, is there anything else you can think of, Sol? Yeah, like I was saying, and you said, take it each day as it comes. Just Not just in Ramadan, but throughout the rest of the year as well. But let Ramadan be the starting point of your life. You know, life let, change, let, yeah, you're yeah. changing your turning point. Change, so. yeah, you're, you're turning a, a leaf, like they say. So if you intend to do it, start from now. I'm intending yeah. to be uh, a good person, not just for myself for society but most of all like you said intention for Allah's sake and that's it and it, it might it'll come when it's when it's your time 
like I never intended to not pray after Ramadan. Like I used to love the feeling of praying and whatnot. And then it finished and I just fought back. It was just what's for sign it devil and mm. distractions and all sorts. And it just, oh, just right. You know, a week's gone and I'm still praying and two weeks and I'm back to not praying at all. And then another Ramadan comes again, Ramadan Muslim, brilliant. And then after like three or four of that, and then eventually it's like now Ramadan's gone. Now it's like, boom, I'm praying. Ramadan's six months in my rear view and I'm still praying. And it was like, oh, okay, this is easy. Like, I, this is just something I do. It's not what I do in Ramadan. I just do this naturally anyway. Ramadan's just a blessing. So your time will come when it comes, but you, 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 yeah, I'm talking to you that's listening right now yeah you have to take that step yeah you soul yeah you i'm talking to you but no talk to listeners there you got to take that step you have to make that intention because it's all down to you because at the end of the day i'm doing all this talk but you're going to benefit from it you're going in your grave i'm going in mine soul's going in his we can as fellow brothers uh you know as fellow people we can only give you our two cents and hope it helps you in some way so you know how that saying goes. Um, how's it going now? Um, I can only show you the door, but you have to walk through it. It's basically that type of deal. So it's upon you. On the back of that, what uh, Dim said, uh, there's a saying: "Do your best and leave the rest to Allah." Do your best and leave the rest to Allah. There you go. I can't. I don't think you can say it any better than that. On that note, I think uh, it's time to wrap the show. We need to get our uh, Ramadan prep done, Sol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you done all your shopping? Your bits and bats? Uh, no, I've still got a few things to do. Right. Uh, usually, you know, leave it the last moment. Right. <laughs> Just like most people. Yeah, lastminute.com. Right, um, yeah, so we're going to head out now. We do hope you enjoyed this episode because we did. So... Mm-hmm. I'm sure you did as well. We learned a bit from each other. I certainly learned lots from uh, Shake Sol over here. Stop, dudes. Now he's messing. He ain't Shake, but he's a good brother. Um, but yeah. So on that note, oh, we wish you uh, Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Mubarak, yes. And we hope to see you next week for another great episode. Until then, bye bye. Bye bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.